Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here each Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on 99.1 FM KGX and 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM KWXY. We also invite you to download and subscribe to our podcast. It is really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for you Learn Something New, press subscribe. You'll get a new show each week. This show is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza, Emily Martin, and Finn Weplow. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back our Family Engagement Coordinator, Ruby Rivera. Welcome back, Ruby. Hello, thanks for having me. And she has brought with her, um, I'm going to leave this as a, a, a little teaser for a moment, our face specialist, Lily Beth Hernandez. Lily, welcome. Thank you. Okay, so um, I'm not going to share yet what face means because I, I want everyone to anticipate. Ruby, it's great to have you back and have the opportunity to catch up on everything going on at the Family Engagement Center. How was your summer? It was a good summer. We actually kept busier than ever because we knew after the pandemic, families were really looking for something to do when things were looking a little clearer in, the, in July. So we had, we had families in, in both uh, Desert Hot Springs and Palm Springs all summer, and, and that was great. Well, and, and you know, I... I heard you use the term after the pandemic and oh, unfortunately I you know I think we felt that way in July like yeah. that the worst was over and we could go back to quote normal and uh, as we are here at the beginning of September uh, it doesn't it's not we're not quite there yet and so it's a it's a little bit of a it's it's an awkward time because certainly it's great we have our kids back and that's the most important thing of all is um, some of these kids have been, some of our kids have been out of school for a year and a half have not, you know, been back on campuses. And so regardless of the challenges that we're still facing now and deciding do we have this event in person or go virtual and, you know, making sure that our kids keep their masks on and uh, have as much distance as possible between them and wash their hands and all of that good stuff. It's an awkward time, but the most, the most important thing is that we're have the kids in school. Absolutely. And, and you're right, Joe. And those are things that we're considering. Um, and we've had to make changes since the time that right. we, we made our calendar, you know, at the end of last year and into the summer, there's certain things that we thought would be much more in person than we're thinking they, they should be at this point. So I don't know if we'll get into some of the specifics, you know, today, but we've, we've definitely adjusted as needed. Of course, we're going to get into all of that. That's <laughs> why we're here because I, I want our families to know all of the great things that you guys are doing and some of them in person, some of them virtual, some of them probably a hybrid of both. And, it's all um, really exciting and and helpful. And so um, before we get into that, 
Tell us about Lily and what is a face specialist? Okay. Well, first of all, I love Lily. She's been working with the Family Center for a long time, different roles, translating childcare. And um, one of the things that stood out to me about her is when she was translating the classes, the parenting classes, she was so engaging that she really came across as a facilitator herself. So she has some great background and she started while we were all, you know, learning from home. So that was an additional challenge on top of learning the, the basic roles. She learned how to do all of the work digitally. Um, and so we had some really successful family fun nights last year. She did those all um, every Friday night. She taught technology classes. She taught the seven habits of successful families and her actual title, the big reveal. So we've always called, um, our, our staff that, that works with families liaisons, school community liaisons. And right. this year we're transitioning um, because we do have liaisons in other departments and we really want to be clear about the role that, that they are playing. So it represents family and community engagement specialist. Um, for us, it's really important that we're, we're serving the whole family. So not just parents, not just kids, it's, it's about everyone and the community as well. So really trying to emphasize the fact that we're all a team. We need to be in partnership, families, community, and school. So uh, that's the new title that, that we're working with with Lily and also some additional specialists that are joining the team very, very soon. So I love that acronym. You know, so we, we in education have eons of acronyms and some of them are great and some of them are just dumb. And um, this, this, I'll tell you, Ruby, we go back a long time. I've been with the district. This is um, going into my 22nd year. And I, not being an educator, I feel like I am now, but I'm really not. Uh, I walked around with a notepad for um, a good six months and wrote down all of these acronyms as I came across them because I it was clueless, you know, and, and they just go on and on, but I, this one's really good. Did you come up with that? I didn't. One of the best things in education is taking other people's good ideas. So right. this, uh, this position actually exists in a couple of school districts out of the area, I believe in Anaheim, um, and I don't remember the other that uses that exact term, but I, I agree it was easy to remember and um, catchy alone as an acronym. So, so right. I took that good idea. And descriptive as well, because you know the, the, the liaisons are the faces of the family engagement. Lily, welcome. And um, how long have you been with us? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. So I've been with the school district for eight consistent years now. Um, and I say consistent because I, I did work for the school district before. I just took a little bit of a leave. Uh, if not, it would have been going on to my 10 years. So um, I'm excited to be taking on this role. Um, I wore many hats throughout the district. Uh, and I'm happy to uh, connect with families and be here uh, working with Ruby. Lily, tell us about what what jobs have you had before this one? In the um, so, uh -huh. in the district, I was um, working at Rio Vista Elementary, and I started off as supervision aide, and then slowly worked my way um, towards 
uh, subbing in the office for the secretaries when they were out or translation also for parents at meetings. Awesome. So are you a, are you a product of Palm Springs Unified? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually graduated from Palm Springs High School. That's great. And and not only are you a product of Palm Springs Unified, but we did we neglected to uh, to I just feel like Ruby, everybody knows you by now, but I neglected to share that Ruby is also a Palm Springs Unified grad and um, came up the ranks, graduated from Cathedral City, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Proud and guy. then yeah, and then she was a she was a teacher in the district and she was also teacher of the year for the district and Riverside County. And now how many years have you been in the Family Engagement Center? Joan, I was just having this reflection yesterday. It's actually only been four years. I could have been <laughs> here so much longer, but this is just starting my fifth year. Wow. Well, talk about doing a lot in a short <laughs> amount of time. It's really incredible because you really, we, uh, the, the Family Engagement Center hasn't even been in the district that long. I mean, you're the second person to be in the position and the first person was, yeah, she was okay, but <laughs> not, not doing, um, you know, a fraction of what you're doing. And I, I joke around, uh, but I, there's some truth in it. Like, I don't know when you sleep because in addition to scheduling and facilitating all these different activities, you have four little kids and they, they are thriving, um, at least according to Instagram and Instagram <laughs> does why. So <laughs> that, kudos to you, Ruby. So Lily, I noticed that um, one of the activities that started in August and is going to be continuing for the foreseeable future is like a monthly check-in opportunity. So tell us about that. Um, yes. Yeah, so pass the mic is, um, it's like our coffee chats, but Ruby and I were like, you know, what can we do to like get more families to get attracted to you know, a coffee chat, yes, you have your coffee, you have your tea, and then you can share this. Um, normally it's done at school sites. Uh, now with COVID, we've uh, turned it into Zoom. So I said, how about pass the mic? Because the, what we do is we take turns in sharing what we have going on at our schools or our concerns as parents. That's great. So the first one was August 18th. And then the, the one coming up is actually this coming Wednesday, September 15th. Um, how was, how did the first one go? Did you get some people there? Yes, it was exciting. Um, we did have, we have two sessions. So we have the English session and we have the Spanish session. And um, it's really nice to have that time slot for our families. Uh, we could, they asked about joining them together, but the translation would take a little longer. So we decided to keep them separate just because um, I don't mind doing the, the translation back and forth. But sometimes, you know, the timing for families is critical, especially because we have dinners and we're running and rushing through. <laughs> but um, it was really nice. It was a nice turnout. That's great. And so... Um... 
So if you would like to participate in the next sessions, uh, do they, so do they have to pre-register? I guess they do, because when you register, you're going to get a link so that you can get in there, right? Correct. Uh, families can go to the PSUSD uh, and then just uh, go under uh, family or parents and then family engagement center, and they can click on that workshop. Um, it's also on a bit.ly and they can search it up on there. Um, it's a pre-registration just to see um, and send them information through their emails um, and just to get the numbers of the families that are that are there. So it's bit.ly slash PSUSD MIC. Right. And that's a that's a back backslash after the the bit.ly bit.ly backslash PSUSD MIC for um, pass the mic. So the um, Spanish session is at five o'clock and then the English session is at six o'clock. So is there a particular topic or it's whatever you want to talk about? Uh, well, families come with different topics and we kind of um, go through each one and seeing what other um, what they what other parents can can add on to that or if they have encountered the same situation or found a solution for that um, issue or that topic. So what what are like some examples of topics that might be addressed? Uh, well, you know, there was a lot of concerns with uh, families in regards to COVID and right. um, they were uh, wanting more Zoom classes. Um, and we suggested, you know, that there wasn't uh, a lot of parents that seemed to want that in the beginning. Everybody was so eager to wanting their children to go back to uh, classes, classrooms. So um, uh, it was just a lot of that. And, you know, just every day things change. So uh, just like parents, you know, have concerns uh, with everything that they hear in the news or, you know, their friends are always chatting and sharing, um, just making sure that their kids are safe and they showed that, you know, they believe that some of them would want uh, to remain Zoom. Right. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Learn Something New Every Day on KGX and KWXY. And my guests are our Family Engagement Coordinator, Ruby Rivera, and our base specialist, Lily Hernandez. And we were just talking about the Pass the Mic monthly check-ins with the next one coming up this Wednesday. So very, very cool. Um, so Ruby, tell us about some of the other activities that are coming up the rest of September and into October and November. Definitely. So we have all of the typical classes that we offer every year, um, those being technology classes. We really think it's important that our parents understand some of the basic tools um, that would give them the most access to helping their kids, understanding uh, school resources available. So we have those offered now virtually. Uh, for technology, we have a basic technology class that helps you know parents understand just how to set up a, an email, a Gmail, how to use a Chromebook. And then the important session there is parent view, how to access parent view. We know more schools are transitioning to online registration. So it's our goal to get every single parent signed up for that. So when registration comes around, they're not having to worry about how to use the app in the first place. Um, so and, how nice, and, 
and Ruby, sorry to interrupt you, but how nice would it be um, to not have to, like, you know, go to the school to uh, to to go through the registration process? You know, yes, most people have smartphones, so if they just know how to use the app, it's a piece of cake that way. Right. That's great. Okay, so go on. What else? So, so we have that basic technology class, and then we offer a level two, which, you know, they wouldn't have to necessarily have attended level one to do level two. Level two is more in depth, though, about internet safety. And so we've always done this before kids were even learning at home. But especially last year, we did see an interest in parents wanting to know how to um, monitor their kids online, make sure that they're safe. Um, we cover cyberbullying, uh, you know, what privacy controls parents should look into. So it's a four week internet safety course also offered online at this time. And when we feel like it's really safe and it makes sense, we'll, we'll definitely go back to offering those in person at different school sites around the district. Um, and then some of the other typical classes, we have seven habits of successful families. Lily facilitates that. Um, we think that's one of the most valuable classes and it's not specific to parents. We, we teach it for parents here at the Family Center, but really it's it's life skills. It can be applied to, to anyone at all. Um, and so I, I'm a big advocate of the seven habits. Um, we're doing some unique things this year that we didn't do in the past. So one new thing that we're starting is actually this Saturday, September 18th, we're doing a Super Dads event. Um, and we have them coming up in September and October, and they'll be outdoor, um, physical activities. So we'll have a few different PE coaches, um, you know, and parents will choose what's what's best, what activity is best based on their child's age. And we'll be doing things like basketball and kick, kickball and some of the playworks activities. So that'll be a nice outdoor thing that we think we can keep safe um, and still have some fun engaging time. Um, another new thing that we just started, we started it in August and it was very successful is sign-up nights where we're collaborating with Lyft to Rise. And in August, we planned to just do two standalone workshops, but the, the workshops filled up immediately um, within two days of promoting them. So we're scheduling them again this, this month um, so families can come and get uh, their application filled out for rental assistance. So there's some things that are new, and then there's, there's all of our typical parenting classes that we've always done. Um, and then the other thing I'd like to emphasize is, is our parent advisory groups. So those groups have, have met. They met all last year, even when schools were closed or, you know, closed to in-person. Um, but a lot of them found it so convenient uh, to meet online that almost all of our parent advisory groups are going to remain online this year. Um, and I don't know if that'll change moving forward, but we have those all scheduled as well. Um, you can register with a bit.ly, get the Zoom link, and I think it's convenient. So wherever the parent is, they can jump in a, in the call, even on their phone. Let's talk about the um, parent advisory groups. Okay. So every month, APAC meets and APAC American Parent Advisory Council. We also have our PTA council meetings, which uh, combines all of our local PTA units from all the school sites together. Um, we come together for training, uh, collaboration, and those are um, about every other month. 
We have our special education parent advisory council. This year, the family center is handing, uh, handling those workshops for parents with uh, children that have special needs in collaboration with our special education department. And those are going to be a couple each semester. Then we have our LCAP parent ambassadors. And this group is, LCAP is our local control accountability plan. Um, and so these parents come together from every school in the district. They're nominated by their school site principal to reflect on our district LCAP plan. So they look at data, they look at all of our goals, and then they look at the budget and they give their input. So that's a, that's a really great group to work with um, to hear parent perspectives from every school in our district. Uh, in addition to the LCAP parent ambassadors, this uh, last school year, we started a new LCAP group that's open to any community member. So this is our LCAP community advisory and they're, they're going to go through the same process where we carefully look at the current district plan and then they can provide input in terms of goal setting and budgets. Um, and, oh, go ahead. Were you going to ask something? No, no, go ahead. Uh -uh. Go ahead. So another new group that we just started this past school year is our LGBTQ Alliance Committee. And at this time, those meetings aren't open to the public. But one of the things that they're, um, we are doing is collaborating with the local schools. And we are starting district-wide gay straight alliance uh, meetings for students. And this is based on the model that, that we used for Junior Black Achievers last year, which was so successful um, in bringing together middle school students from all over the district. Uh, so now we're doing it with our with our Gay Straight Alliance population as well. Really? Another, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, just, you're, you're not done yet. I mean, just- I'm uh, not done. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, a new group that we'll be starting, it, it will have our first meeting second semester in February, is a Native American Culture Advisory Council. And this is something I've really wanted to do for a while, but I think um, in order to start a parent advisory group, it really should have input from the population that we're looking to serve. They should provide input and guidance and what those meetings look like. And so I am really looking for, for parents who are Native American and are interested in leading this work. At this time, I'm working with some staff to get it started. But for this to really grow, I need to have parent input. So this could also be a call to action if you're listening, you're you know, tied to any Native American group and you'd like to see um, the, the Native American culture supported in our school district, please join us for these, for these meetings. Uh, just uh, fabulous, Ruby. And like I said, you go to all these meetings, don't you? Yeah, you know, participating with the, with all of our parent advisories is really important to me. I think in order to successfully do my job and know what programs to offer, what classes to offer, I have to be in tune with with parent needs. So definitely these are top of my priority in terms of um, participation. Really, really fabulous. And are you, I, I know that, well, I think this is a good time to give a plug to your newsletter because I know that that's where I go when I want to get all the information that uh, for everything, because you can't possibly keep track of everything in your head because there's something going on. There's multiple things going on, I think, every day. So how do people sign up for your newsletter? Well, the nice thing is um, I text it out occasionally throughout the year. So as long as they've provided their cell phone number when they registered their child, then that's automatically on the district's 
program. So they'll get those text messages throughout the year. Um, and we use a bit.ly that's nice and short. So ideally, they could actually even memorize it and then find it anytime. So I'll go ahead and share that real quick. So bit.ly is the is a URL shortener that we use for almost everything that we're doing these days. So the beginning will always be the same bit.ly backslash and then for this newsletter, you type in PSUSD Family News. So we're hoping that's nice and easy. Yeah. Easy, right? So then I'll update this newsletter. It provides translation. There's other more accessible features. It, you know, font size can change for those who need it. Um, so I agree. I, I really like the use of the newsletter. One of the things that came out of the pandemic that we're going to keep is this uh, new form of communication. Yeah, it's great because you update it as things change. So you you can always be, uh, you know, kept in the loop. So a couple of other things that I noticed that I wanted to make sure that we touch on is the Science Fair Family Academy, which starts on September 22nd. And it looks like it's monthly meetings through January. Um, just give us a little synopsis. What's that about? We started the Family Science Fair Academy last year. It's actually been a goal of mine um, since I started in this position. And it actually started when I had my, my oldest submit a science fair project for the first time. And I noticed that really there weren't a lot of submissions. And I wondered why. I wondered why we didn't have kids doing their, their science fair projects. And one of the things I thought is maybe just, you know, it, it's not something that's done in the classroom. It's basically a homework assignment. And parents might not have the, the experience or the funds to support that type of project. So I thought that it would be great to have the family center support families through that process. I really believe in the importance of um, critical thinking and the design thinking process, experimenting. I feel like these skills can extend um, through the child's whole life. And so I, I love the concept of having students uh, experiment, find solutions to problems, and then present their work. So through the Family Center, um, we've partnered with different teachers, including our, our science department, TOSA, um, some, some science teachers, all middle school science teachers, and asked them to help us come up with lessons to show you know, students the process. And then we actually uh, got a grant through the foundation to provide each family a $50 gift card so they could purchase materials and that wouldn't be a barrier to the, the student submitting. Um, at the end of last year, every student got to present their project to, to us, to the, the advisors of the program. So they got last minute feedback before they submitted to the actual district competition. And it was great because we did see a couple of those students make it all the way to the county um, with uh, county awards. And we're hoping to see that number grow as, as the academy grows as well. Fabulous. Bit.ly backspace make science. And before we run out of time, Lily, sorry, I, uh, I feel like I shortchanged you, but um, do you run the Family Fun Wednesdays? Yes, I do. There's so many nice ideas that I have for the families. It gives the families an opportunity to connect, to share at least one hour because we are always, and I said we, because I am a parent as well. And sometimes I find myself like trying to find like time. So uh, this was perfect, Ruby. Um, and I talked about 
you know, Wednesdays, we used to do this on Fridays, um, but on Wednesdays from two to three and you pre-register as well. And uh, then we started off with uh, one of my favorites, which was Forky and Baby Yoda. Uh, yeah, oh, so I saw the photos, that was so great. Okay, so the theme for September is arts and crafts. And, um, and then October is festival fall activities. November is world cultures activities. And uh, I've been over to the, and you do these in both Desert Hot Springs and Palm Springs, right? Yes. Okay, I've been to a few of the ones they're really fun. It's uh, parents and, and their kids engaging in uh, interactive activities, and it's really awesome. And, you know, I, we're, we're like, we're out of time, but the good news is, is Ruby, we'll have you back before the, um, the November conference that's coming up. And that's just a teaser. We're going to tell you all about the equity conference next time. Ruby comes back. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for everything that you do. And uh, you can check out everything going on at the Family Engagement Center, bit.ly backslash PSUSD Family News. Thank you again, ladies. Thank you, Joan. Thank you, Joan. Our show airs each Sunday right here on KWXY and KGX. Our podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thank you again. Thanks, Brianna, Emily, and Finn. And we will see you next week.